Today's show is about a cartoon that we all vaguely remember, based off of a machine that made you gummy worms. We're talking 1994's Creepy Crawlers. Tell you about the moonlighting night when creepy crawler Goobandos came in a flash of light. All this glowing goo came pouring out, and then they appeared. And they each got different powers, though they're all kind of weird. So you could say I made some new friends, even though I'm not sure how. But me, no Goobin Grime, has my matchmaker now. He's making evil crime rhymes, I've got to stop him somehow. In the 1960s, the Easy Bake Oven was created so that uh, little girls can bake like their grandmothers. Uh, don't crucify me because that's exactly what it was. And um, but before we get into uh, why they made a boys version, if you really think about a lot of the toys back then, they were all trying to domesticate kids, get them ready for life. You know, there were there were kitchen sets and cleaning sets and, and you know, the obviously the Easy Bake Oven. And I feel like whoever was around back then they were the last bit of good grandparents that were uh you know the cooking grandmas you know i i feel like that era of grandmother is gone you know when, when i was younger i used to go to my grandma's house and she would like macgyver up me a meal out of whatever she had and it looked a lot better than what you'd see at restaurants and after watching my wife attempt to cook our whole relationship I just feel like that that thing is gone. When we become grandparents, when you know, later on, hopefully, that uh, they'll come. Our grandkids would walk up to her and say, "Hey, Grandma, you know, I'm hungry. Can you make me something?" And she's just gonna fucking DoorDash it. She's gonna pay, you know, sixty dollars for a twenty dollar meal plus tip, um, because we all know how lazy we've become. We've become all the fat people on the movie Wally, where we just don't want to get up and leave our houses. And, and, you know, I just, but like I said, I just feel like that era of grandmother is gone. But on the plus side, it's time for us guys to pick it up because a lot of us are cooking now. And, you know, this isn't a, you know, don't, like I said, don't crucify me. It's just the way, it's just the way I'm thinking right now. But it's time for the grandpas to come up. You know, we aren't just going to be the guys who just sit there and fall asleep sitting down anymore. We got to be the ones who make things. We got to be the ones that make things happen. I don't even know why I was getting into that. But back when the Easy Bake Oven was around, they thought, well, let's market some stuff for, for boys. And uh, let's do it to where they can make bugs. Which is, uh, you know, I, I, obviously it's a cliche that every little boy likes bu- bugs and dirt. So they decided to make not, it wasn't really an oven. It was more like a hot plate. And you can put, it had like a, a metal plate that was on top that you heat up to over 400 degrees. There was no protection over it. You burned yourself. Your ass was going to look like Freddy Krueger. And they decided, wow, you know what? Everybody's fucking, you know, melting their arms and their hands. Let's uh, let's recall that. And let's try to put that inside the machine. 
geez, they didn't give a shit for kids back then, to be honest with you. But it was obviously discontinued for a whole bunch of safety reasons. It was brought back quite a few times. It just didn't really catch on too well. But in 1992, I felt like that's where it, that's where it began, you know, its peak, its comeback. A uh, company went ahead and relaunched as the Creepy Crawlers Thing Maker. And uh, that's when all the magic started happening. You had the, you know what? I won't describe it too much. I'm going to let this commercial do the talking. Let's jog that memory just a little bit. They're squirmy and wormy and purple and green. The grossest little creatures that you've ever seen. Creepy crawlers. Fill the monster mold with the colored plastic goop. And make a creepy crawler from a yucky monster soup. They're ucky, yucky, squirmy, wormy, very scary, sometimes hairy, squiggly, wiggly, creepy crawling. Creepy crawlers. Gross out your sister. Embarrass your dad. You can be a little creep without being bad. Creepy crawlers workshop with plastic goop. I'll never understand why all the commercials in the 90s always made little boys look like assholes. I mean, apparently every little boy in the, back then was supposed to be mischievous and running around causing havoc and sabotaging slumber parties and doing whatnot. I mean, just to gain a reaction. Um, I don't think I ever was one of those little shitheads. But to be completely honest with you, that was a great commercial. It, it did what it needed to do. It sold you on everything. But I'll never... Like, fully understand that tagline, you can be a little creep without being bad. What the hell does that even mean? Creepy Crawlers debuted in 1994, and it was brought to you by the Saban Entertainment Group, the same people who did the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and most recently I found out that they did um, the X-Men The Animated Series. What a fucking classic. My whole life I thought that that was made by just Fox and Marvel by themselves. Never did I know that, you know, Saban was behind that. Because I don't ever remember watching that little logo after the credits were done that said Saban in gold, and it had those kids holding up those fucking bedsheets. But with the creepy crawlers, I kind of knew already that it wasn't going to last. A lot of times when you see cartoons that look like they were drawn by the same people who did the Burger King Kids Club commercials, you already know. It just looks generic and bland, and they just threw out anything, and it's probably going to last half a season at most. And that's basically what the Creepy Crawlers was. Um, I can't really shit on that type of animation these days, because everything on Cartoon Network looks uninspired. Although, it's still funny, but it's just everything just looks lazy. And then, when I start criticizing it at home, I have to remind myself that in 1996... We had sticking around. That cartoon looked like it was drawn by a fifth grader, and it was basically stick figures. It looked like shit. It looked like that one episode of Dexter's Laboratory where they let a fan go ahead and narrate the whole thing. And when his head exploded, there were millions of Mandark's heads all over the world. And Dexter said, you're stupid. I didn't want a mouth of Mandark's head, and that's why I... Why you are stupid. You are stupid. And don't forget, you are stupid. The Creepy Crawler cartoon revolves around a an aspiring magician named Chris, who works for a failed magician named Professor Guggengrime, who wants to work for a failed magician if you're trying to be one yourself. That's like going to Gold's Gym and picking out a fat dude and asking him to help you work out. 
Uh, geez, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so Guggen Grime, how can I put this? Looks like a cheap version of Gargamel from the Smurfs. If he had Willem Dafoe's teeth. That's the best way I can describe him. Because he looks like shit. But his whole plan is to wait for the millennium moment where the planets align so he can power up his Monopoly Man monocle that he puts over his eye and be the greatest magician in the world. But you can't take a man who rhymes Houdini with Weenie seriously, right? Uh, I, he said that like in the first 10 minutes of the cartoon and I was fucking done with him. I still am the greatest. Blackstone was a drone. Houdini a weenie. Eventually the Millennium Moment does happen and a beam of light is created and it shoots out of all those planets and uh, it hits Chris's magic maker. And the magic maker is basically the creepy crawler machine itself. It's still green and orange as it would be. And how it works now is that anything that you throw into it, a mutant is created from whatever ingredients that were uh, tossed in there. So in Chris's case, a whole bunch of magic stuff falls off a of Guggen Grime shelf into the magic maker and out come three mutants. Uh, the first one, his name is Volt Jolt. Um, he looks really ridiculous. He's, he wears sunglasses, he controls electricity, and he's got one of those pompadour hairstyles. Now, if you don't know what a pompadour hairstyle is, it's uh, slick back, but with a really big hump in the front, or it's like really tall. And uh, he really looks like that chick Bruno Mars. And uh, for some reason, whatever was on that shelf gave him a Spanish accent, and it's horrible. Um, the second one, his name is Hocus Locus. And I think that's the one everybody really remembers because he's like wrapped in ropes. Just the bet, the thing that's really annoying to me is he sounds like those YouTubers who uh, try to make uh, voice acting videos and sound nothing like what they were supposed to. And it's just him, his impressions are the worst. Hey, who's he calling a huge bug? I'm not huge. Husky, maybe. Big bone, yeah, but not huge. The last one is named is Tick Trick Tick. Um, I'm happy that he does shorten it down to T3, uh, which is good because I don't want to say that, nor do I even want to look at that thing. He looks ridiculous. He's just a muscle-bound person because what group doesn't have, uh, you know, the big guy that swings tree trunks and shit? Um, and the shitty part about all three of it, or actually any monster that comes out of the Magic Maker, is that they have this thing in their stomach. It's like an hourglass. And once, you know, obviously once the time runs out on it, they get weak and they have to hang upside down for a period of time in order to recharge. That's just, to me, you know, that's like shittier than kryptonite, to be honest with you. So Guggen Grime does eventually see these guys in his basement. And uh, Chris is like super excited to show him. He's like, hey, look what my magic maker just made. And then Guggen Grime decides to name them. Um... Uh, I, I, it's hard to explain this. If you've heard my podcast before, thank you. And if you're still here, thanks again. Uh, but a lot of my humor is very juvenile. So let's get back to the name. Um, he names them the Goop Mandos. Why would you name anybody that? It sounds really bad. But to be completely honest, I'm going to call myself that next time I'm with my wife. I'm going to be like, hey, babe, are you ready for the, the fucking Goop Mando? That just sounds really bad. Uh, I promise you this podcast is almost over. The professor does end up stealing the magic maker and creating his own version of the mutants that he likes to call the crime grimes. 
That's a lot better than Goop Mando's. Seriously, it really is. But the main one that you would probably recognize out of his whole crew is Spooky Goopy. I didn't, I didn't make this name, but anyways, he, um, he's green. He's like, he looks like a, he looks like a skeleton. He's got a keyhole in his chest, and he also has handcuffs for hands and a top hat with a mouth. Now the mouth, all it does is just talk shit the whole episode. And to be completely honest with you, none of these episodes are, well, I'm not going to say none of them. A lot of the episodes are just torn to pieces. There was like 23, 25 episodes that this whole cartoon lasted. And only two of them are complete. The first two. There are a lot of other crime grimes and there are a lot of other goop mandos that show up. And that's basically as far as I can take you. But I want to get into one of the best things. Actually, the greatest thing about this cartoon was its marketing. No one. And I can tell you. No one had a better marketing team than the Creepy Crawlers cartoon. The action figures themselves look like garbage. They had no movement. You can well, actually not want to say no movement. You could all you can do is move the arms up and down, and that's pretty much it. No elbow action, no nothing else. You can't even move the kneecaps. They were basically like bigger versions of cake toppers. But the best thing about them was the fact that they each came with a metal mold. Now these molds had weapons engraved in them which was the coolest thing and it will mean cool things for kids bad things for parents because if you wanted these figures to have weapons you'd have to make them using the magic maker or the thing maker and you had to you know go out to the store buy the magic maker itself pour the goop onto the mold and make your weapons and then when you were done you can basically eat them what a fucking idea. If you really wanted to hustle people out of money, that would be the way to do it. Creepy Crawlers as a brand should have been bigger than what it was. I remember them having that knockoff Dr. Dreadful's Food Lab, which was okay. Just wasn't the same though. In 2016, there was even talks of having a Creepy Crawlers 3D printer, which really would have been fucking cool because it would have, like, introduced that name to a whole new generation of kids. But nothing ever materialized out of it. And to be honest with you, I don't think that products like that would work in today's society just because I can see them already saying... Well, why would I want to make cakes and cupcakes in an Easy Bake Oven or gummy worms in a thing maker when I can just go to the store and buy them? That is the thought process that is going on in these lazy kids' minds. I'll give you uh, video games for an example. Back then, you used to be able to beat the game, gain an achievement or a new character, use that character and beat the game again and rinse and repeat. Yeah, sure, we had, uh, what, the the Game Genie and code books that you would get at the book fair. But those were for fucking losers who weren't good at video games in the first place, but just wanted something to brag about when they went to school on Monday. And what is it with kids wanting to watch other kids play with toys? That shit's annoying. But before I get myself into any more trouble... You can catch me at slash underscore vision underscore TV on Instagram. You can message me there. Thank you to those who actually have, which is very surprising. Somebody's listening to me, I guess. 
Um, and until next time.